The following is a presentation of Great Commission Ministries and produced by Cave Media. This is the Kingdom Hero Show with Stace Massengill. Welcome to the Kingdom Hero Show, where Christ is King and the truth matters. Our mission to advance the kingdom of God through study of the word and real world application of godly character and kingdom mindedness. On today's program, the U.S. Supreme Court strike down of Roe v. Wade and what that actually means, because it does not outright ban abortion. More on the left's ministry of truth and uh, more desperation by the Dems losing their power. Tweets, tweets, and more tweets. We got them for you. Um, and whatever else I can squeeze into this episode. Folks, subscribe to my Rumble channel. I know it sounds like I'm begging you, but I kind of am. Uh, you might think I could just, you know, watch the show by clicking the link when you share it on Facebook or Twitter or wherever. Do me a favor, will you? Just please. For my sanity. And uh, I'd just appreciate it if you would go to the Rumble channel. It's real quick, real quick and easy. And it's absolutely free. Just hit the subscribe button. That's all there is to it. Thank you. Do that. Um, it's <laughs> links to that and uh, all our social media outlets can be found on our official website, kingdomhero.net. That's kingdomhero.net. And speaking of free, by the way, free speech is, is important to, to us all, right? So check out our preferred platforms. You see them on the screen here, Locals, Parlay, Getter, Gab, MeWe. All of these links are easy to find at kingdomhero.net. And yes, the link for my Twitter account is on there as well. You know, just I've done more tweeting lately just because of the Musk thing. But anyway, um, I'll just go ahead and tell you this now. I tend to favor locals and parlay when posting new content, but especially locals. And I recently shared this with um, some of my followers there. If you're not familiar with locals.com, I want to encourage you to go there and create a free account. The cool thing about Locals is that people like me who want to promote our videos, podcasts, or other content can use it to build a community of like-minded people. Uh, let me just briefly explain what I mean by that, and we'll get into things. Uh, you don't have to be a content creator to enjoy Locals, uh, but those who are creators like me can use uh, that platform to offer exclusive content to build our brand and even offer premium access if if we want to to supporters for a nominal cost now if you're into that great but personally how i choose to use locals is to offer all my content to everyone for free okay i made a recent pledge to that effect 100% free, 100% of the time. So go to Locals.com, create your own free account, then join my kingdom community at KingdomHeroShow.Locals.com. That's KingdomHeroShow.Locals.com. Again, this won't cost you anything, and it's a great way to keep yourself informed with all that's going on with this program and this ministry. Uh, yes, those links are available at KingdomHero.net. Enough with the advertisements. Let's get started. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to let the kingdom heroics begin. All right, let me begin with this incredibly ridiculous tweet by Eric Swalwell. I don't even like to call him Representative Swalwell because 
like so many others in DC, he's not representing the people as he should. So here, Mr. Swalwell tweeted this out the other day. Someone shared it, and when I saw it, I, I just couldn't let it go. I couldn't. And frankly, I sincerely believe that when the left openly states things as utterly stupid as this, we really need to call them out for it and shine a light on the sheer lunacy uh, for the world to see. So here's a tweet after the SCOTUS ruling that effectively overturns Roe v. Wade. Representative Eric Swalwell says this, The Republicans won't stop with banning abortion. They want to ban interracial marriage. Do you want to save that? Well, then you should probably vote. Even as I'm reading it, I'm like, wait, what? Did he really just say that? Where on earth, where on earth did that even come from? I, it, seriously, what, interracial marriage. Are you high right now, Mr. Swalwell, sir? Uh, seriously, it, but it, it quickly then it hit me what he was trying so hard to do by saying such a ridiculously outrageous thing. So I had to respond. I did. And here's what I said. Replying to Representative Swalwell. Swalwell, you're a fraud. There is no person I know, Republican or Democrat, who wants to ban interracial marriage. That's a ridiculous statement by you, desperate to stir up one racial brush fire after another. And that's exactly what this asinine tweet was all about. Another pitiful attempt to stir up more racial controversy and with a made-up lie not based anywhere near reality. It's like, let's think of something really racist and tell everyone that the Republicans are going to do it. You know, if we don't stop those crazy Republicans, next they'll be revoking driver's licenses for blacks and Hispanics. Really? Why would anyone want to do that? What Swalwell said is just as stupid. But the intent is to paint Republicans as bad people. It's just an appeal to the morality of voters to vote Democrat because Republicans are just awful. As I said, this idiotic tweet was an act of desperation. The left knows it's losing ground. The Democrats as a whole know that they're about to get creamed in this election cycle. Um, several of them have even outright said it themselves, but rather than acknowledge that it's their failed policies and their disconnect from average people, they blame it on, drumroll, misinformation. That's right, yep. That's why they want to have a government-run ministry of truth to keep conservative voices silent and maintain control of the popular narrative. And speaking of desperation, here's an article posted on CNN.com that just screams censorship. We'll put it on the screen as I read it. Brands should force Twitter to uphold content policies under Musk advocacy group says. This is according to Brian Fung of CNN. 
In the article, he says, Some of the nation's biggest brands, including Coca-Cola, Disney, and Kraft, are facing calls to boycott Twitter if the company's soon-to-be owner-billionaire Elon Musk rolls back the content moderation policies limiting hate speech and election misinformation. In a letter sent to Brands Tuesday ahead of the... 2022 New Fronts Digital Advertising Conference, yada yada. More than two dozen civil society groups said marketers should secure commitments from Twitter to retain its most critical policies, including on the civic integrity and hateful conduct. Listen to how this is worded. And threaten to withdraw funding if Twitter does not comply. The letter, first reported by CNN, urges advertisers to make their next ad deals with Twitter contingent on changes to platform policy under Musk. So, according to this article, these desperate hacks on the left are encouraging big brands like Coke, Disney, whoever, to put the squeeze on Musk in order to keep him in line. Are you tracking with me here? They want to force Musk to keep the status quo of censorship with Twitter. What they call hate speech is just code for anything conservatives say that the left doesn't like. And what they call election misinformation is actually when someone factually reports the truth and goes against the leftist narrative. See how this works, folks? But now get this. Do you think that these tactics are going to work with someone who has shown himself to be an independent thinking rogue element like Elon Musk? Not likely. In fact, he posted a link to that article I just read from uh, along with this tweet. This is Elon Musk saying, who funds these organizations that want to control your access to information? Let's investigate. To which he adds at the bottom, sunlight is the best disinfectant. Does that sound like someone who can be intimidated easily to you? He sounds pretty defiant to me. And this has the left very worried. As Elon takes Twitter back into the private sector, he's not beholden to any of these talking heads or the power and manipulation they're trying to wield. A private company owned by someone who believes in free speech for everyone on a platform with the scope of Twitter is a major threat to these guys. So all they can do is spew out their own threats and hope that one or two of their punches land. But I don't think that's going to happen with someone like Musk. He's the same kind of threat to the left as Donald Trump was as president. He's already too rich to be bought. He's not going to bow to these control freaks and their manipulation tactics. And the leftist entities like CNN just keep trying to sway public opinion. Trying and failing, I might add. Take a look at this tweet from, I told you I got a lot of tweets. Uh, here's a tweet from Nick Freitas, who represents James Madison's district in the Virginia House of Delegates. He says this, 
CNN wants the American people to be more worried about how Elon Musk spends his own money than how Joe Biden spends ours. Ain't that the truth? All this nonsensical hubbub about billionaire Musk makes a great distraction from the ongoing mess that is President Biden's administration. Uh, taking us from energy independence to the highest gas prices in years, from historic lows in unemployment and the most thriving economy America has ever had under Trump, to crippling inflation now and a severely reduced GDP. No, let's don't talk about that. Let's talk about Elon Musk and his existential threat to our ability to brainwash the populace. I I mean, our ability to keep conservatives quiet. I didn't know. I mean, our ability to defeat misinformation and hate speech. Yeah, that's the ticket. And this is exactly why that now, at this particular moment of our history, these frantic powers that be, before they quickly become the powers that were, absolutely must create a so-called ministry of truth they're losing control of the narrative. And, well, they're losing the monopoly on information distribution. This can't happen. They can't allow it. So here come the thought police. The stormtroopers are marching. Our governmental overlords are making a last-ditch effort to maintain power and control. What does this mean for conservatives and the rest of us who want to keep the hope of liberty alive. Well, there's no time to, to let up. It's time for a full court press. We have been, well, we've never been more close uh, to crushing the left than we are right now, folks. And we have to keep pushing forward for freedom. What am I really saying? Let me make it even more clear for you, because this fight we're in is about to intensify. Mark my words. Evil is behind the assault on our God-given liberties. Evil is behind the manipulation tactics. Manipulation is a tool of evil. These are the tactics of the left. Evil is behind the attack on families the indoctrination of our youth, and the moral breakdown of our society. As we begin to make inroads against these evil forces, they get more angry and nasty and desperate. This is when the, this enraged enemy will aggressively throw everything it has against us. And we have to be ready, grounded in truth and righteousness, we need an overwhelming force of our own, which we have in Christ. But we need a shock and awe effort to defeat these evil forces here and now. Pray. Pray hard. Pray often. And pray without ceasing. We'll be right back. When I was 10 years old, I actually tried to drown myself. I nearly gave up. Look how much I would have missed out on. I had no idea that I would travel all around the world and giving something or sharing a message of something that I didn't even have. Hope. How did I get here? The first and greatest decision you can make in your hardship is to never give up. 
There are people who feel like giving up is an option. I'm going to tell you right now, that's the worst thing to do. Now, I'm not talking about dreams and goals. Some dreams and goals never come true. But my joy and happiness isn't dependent on how many hopes and dreams come true. It's knowing that happiness comes from the greatest things in life, knowing your value, your purpose, and your destiny. And you don't know what can come from your broken pieces until you give them a chance. Never give up. And now, back to the Kingdom Hero Show. What do you mean you don't work for me? You're hired. Now that you're hired, you're fired. Now that you don't work here, we can be friends. Now that we're friends, how come you never call? Some friend you are. Here's your host, Stace Massengill. Okay. We're not done with the uh, this leftist-created cre- uh, ministry of truth. Not, not yet. Um, understand that this isn't simply about who forms the Department of Disinformation. And it's not about who's in charge of it. Such a board or department or ministry or whatever you want to call it shouldn't even exist in a free society. Think about this. It it should never exist in the United States of America. Now, in a tyrannical country, sure. In some authoritarian-run nation, sure, go ahead. Absolutely. But not here. Not in the land of the free and the home of the brave. And I know that I'm not the only one who thinks this way. In fact, here is probably my favorite Democrat. And I mean that. I'm not being facetious. Here is Tulsi Gabbard um, saying pretty much what I just did. Listen. It's all the Democrats out there who say over and over again about how you stand strong against dictatorships. I'm wondering where are your voices now condemning this creation of a ministry of truth in our own Department of Homeland Security? Even worse, the Republicans who are out there saying, hey, we need this propaganda board as long as it's not headed by somebody who's biased, as long as it's not Jankowitz. All of you need to read the Bill of Rights again and be reminded about what our freedom of speech really means and how important it is to us all. Now, let me qualify this. I do not agree with everything that this woman says uh, on a given occasion. She has a, a stance on certain issues that I would wholeheartedly disagree with. But on this topic, she is spot on. There is no place in our constitutional republic for a government-run board that decides what's true and what's not. What you can say openly and what you can't. That's not freedom. And that's not American. It flies in the face, in fact, of our First Amendment. These people need to go back and read the Bill of Rights. They really do. It's a tool of the power-hungry elite who hate free speech and hate anyone and everyone who disagrees with them. They don't believe that you deserve to have a voice, period. Now, let's leave that and move on to this recent Supreme Court case. First of all, the leak of information is something that should never happen and doesn't happen among people of integrity. The law secretary, whoever leaked this, who probably did so with the blessing of someone like Justice Sotomayor, uh, did so as part of a plan, this was a planned effort by the left, to try and pressure conservative justices by drumming up public outrage from supporters of abortion before a final ruling was made or actually announced. Regardless, though, let me make this point about the trustworthy and the untrustworthy. 
check out this tweet from Arthur Schwartz. He says, Ashley Biden's diary was handed to Project Veritas. Remember this? They turned it over to law enforcement and FBI raided their journalists' homes and offices and spied on them. On the other hand, Politico was handed a draft Supreme Court decision. They published it. <laughs> um, double standard much? Hello? James O'Keefe, I don't know if you heard about this, surely you have by now, but James O'Keefe of Project Veritas could have released the supposed diary of Ashley Biden that somebody passed along to him, which would have likely blown wide open in the faces of the far left, especially the Bidens. But he did the right thing. He did the lawful thing. Rather than posting it or publishing it, he called up the authorities and said, hey, someone sent me this. I, I don't know if it's legit or not, but I want nothing to do with it. So here, take it off my hands. And what did he get for his good deed? The FBI burst into his home and restrained him like a criminal, raided his home without provocation, and they got away with it. So contrast that treatment with how Politico handled this leak, uh, leaked information from the uh, Supreme Court of the United States. Did they call the authorities and do the right thing? No. They, they published it. Boom! Yeah, let's get this out there. Illegally obtained document regarding a not-yet-announced Supreme Court ruling used by the crooked cronies at Politico to try and manipulate her highest judges in the land. And we'll have to see if anyone ends up in handcuffs over it but I'm not holding my breath. It's all part of the plan. But here's the bigger issue to keep in mind. And I've talked about this uh, before on the show. The U.S. Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade doesn't ban abortion. Uh, when I spoke of this previously, uh, I called it a step in the right direction. And it is. Uh, but some people mistakenly think that this decision automatically bans abortion. It doesn't. Uh, what it does is it takes the issue out of the federal courts and places it, uh, places it back into the purview of the individual states. Now, if a state court decides to ban abortion within the state, the federal courts cannot step in and overrule that decision now, not with an overturning of Roe v. Wade. That's how this works. Many are still upset by this, of course, fearing that their state will soon enact a full ban on abortion. Some states are already looking to do just that. Thank God. But why are these people so bent on having the right to kill babies? I've discussed this at length before, and I encourage you to check out my older blog. Uh, I also uh, did a podcast on it. Uh, titled The Truth About Abortion. And check that out when you have time. You'll find it on my website, kingdomhero.net. But the gist is this. It's not because of rape or incest that they keep fighting to keep abortion around. It's not because it's just a clump of cells. And it's not because it's my body, my choice. No, they, where were those people when they were mandating vaccines? It's my body, my choice. Hello? Um, and it's not because of anything, well, any of the talking points that abortionists bring up. 
the number one reason people want to be able to terminate their pregnancies is out of selfish convenience. That's it. Pure and simple. They believe they should be able to have unwise and unprotected sex with anyone, anywhere, anytime, and they shouldn't have to take responsibility for their actions. If they get pregnant through irresponsibility, no biggie. Hey, they can just discard the responsibility of creating a life by killing it. And without even realizing it, they are making a human sacrifice upon the altar of their own selfishness. It's not just wrong. It's evil. And yes, demonic. But as I said earlier, this is the fight we're facing. It's not just about defending our freedoms from tyranny. Uh, it's not just about defending ourselves from those who want to silence us or censor us. And it's not even simply about defeating those, or defending those innocent lives from being murdered for the sake of someone's selfish desires. No, this is about defending the soul of our society from the insidious schemes of the evil forces that are working overtime to destroy the very notion of decency. And I didn't say human decency for a reason. Because humankind is prone to succumb to evil and sin, like Adam and Eve did in the garden. It takes the righteousness of God dwelling within us to show real decency. That comes from God. And, and it's only through God that we can see this fight through to the end. The Bible gives us lots of, uh, of examples of things that we should beware of. Matthew 7.15 says, Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. And what are these people who want to control you under the guise of keeping you free from misinformation and, and safe speech? Uh, or, excuse me, hate speech. They want to keep you safe, right? Well, you know what? I can decide for myself what information to believe or not. I don't need the government to do that for me. I'm a big boy. I can handle it. And I'm not so weak and fragile that uh, I can't handle someone's hate speech. If you want to even call it hate speech. But for someone in power to say, I'll protect you, when all they really want is to forcibly rule over me, sounds a lot like the, uh, the one in sheep's clothing who is actually a hungry wolf. Matthew 16, 12 says, Beware the teaching of the Pharisees and Sadducees. In this passage, Jesus was warning his followers to be careful of trusting the teachings of the leaders over them, speaking specifically about Pharisees and Sadducees. The, 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 the same warning, though, could apply to us regarding blindly trusting those in power whose motives are less than pure. You have to be wise. Wise as serpents and innocent as doves, the Bible says. See, like the Pharisees and Sadducees, many in our own government are serving their own selfish purposes rather than caring for the good of us. They're supposed to be representing us, representing our needs, things that are good for us, but they, they don't care about that. So many of them don't. We should be wise enough to discern the truth. Otherwise, we'll end up under their feet. And as for this fight that we face every day, well, we can be encouraged immensely by the words of the prophet Isaiah. 
It's a familiar passage from Isaiah 54, verses 16 and 17. It says, Behold, I have created the smith who blows the fire of coals and produces a weapon for its purpose. I have also created the ravager to destroy. But no weapon that is formed against you, no weapon that is fashioned against you shall succeed. And you shall refute every tongue that rises against you in judgment. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and their vindication from me, declares the Lord. So when faced with the weapons of our enemy, the lies and manipulation tactics of these evil forces, we must remember that God made all things. Now, the enemy can corrupt and distort and twist things to do evil, but God assures us that no weapon that the enemy uses against us will succeed. Furthermore, we are mandated in this scripture to refute every tongue that rises against us in judgment. See, we can, we can and must refute the works of the enemy. Uh, we have to do it, not, not just for American liberty's sake, but because as servants of the Lord, this is our heritage. And God promises to vindicate us in the end. This is why we must fight for what's right and good and just. The enemy we're facing isn't just going to roll over and give up. No, it's going to fight against us more savagely than ever before. That's because Satan knows his days are numbered. And right now, those on the left who are promoting wicked and evil practices are starting to realize their days are numbered as well. It's all connected. How do you, how do you kill a snake? By cutting off its head. Well, by waging this war rightly with the evil forces that are behind all these workers of iniquity, through God, we will destroy uh, that evil at its source. And we do this through earnest prayer, following God's guidance, more prayer, calling out evil for what it is, more prayer. (laughs) We want to take back what the enemy has stolen from us. Still more prayer. Keep praying, folks. What do you do when you pray? Ask God for wisdom and ask Him to continue to open the eyes of the blind. As more light enters, more darkness has to flee. I'm just saying. Thanks for being with us for the Kingdom Hero Show with Stace Massengill. Remember to subscribe to our Rumble channel and join the Kingdom community on Locals.com for exclusive content. You'll find links to all this and more at KingdomHero.net. That's KingdomHero.net. This program is a presentation of Great Commission Ministries and a production of Cave Media.